0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: Welcome back. It is the afternoon show. I'm Jack Fritz, Ike Reese, live from Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. Join us live tonight for the Brandon Graham Show and the Players' Lounge with Jordan Mailata at 6 p.m. And continuing all through the playoffs, I wonder if BG is going to be a little distracted. I mean, he's got a big game tonight. I mean,
2: was <laughs> the last time? Oh, yeah, I forgot about the game tonight. How did I forget about the game?
1: I mean, do, does he have a bet with Sidney Jones? on? Uh, Sidney <laughs> <on, laughs> Jones. Is he the most notable? I was about to say, where the
2: hell is Sidney Jones at? I'm
1: trying to think if there's any other Washington Huskies. But like Fultz, like Fultz. But for, uh, yeah, for, those, for, those are the only two. For football, that's it?
2: Well, I mean – well it's probably some notable huskies around the league. I thought no, you I'm made no, that. Yeah, fine. yeah, I don't think we've had any other huskies here.
1: No. no. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're so weird too. Like I'm I'm shocked they're actually in the, the, the championship because they feel really like
2: no I mean like, Phoenix has been balling all year. No, but
1: I'm saying like Washington feels like the team every year it's like, oh, they're top five and they lose right. they, they get bludgeoned by an SEC. They normally do, yeah. Yeah. But they
2: Yeah. They made it through. I listen, I I'll be betting with my um my heart, instead of my head, tonight.
1: You won't be going back for the parade. Yeah. yeah well, I will not
2: be betting <laughs> on Michigan tonight. That's for damn sure. So it's go Huskies. You know, uh, welcome, well, yeah, welcome to the Big Ten. It's a Big Ten national
1: championship game. That's right. That's like Maryland being the last Big Ten team to win a national title in basketball. Go Terps. But um, wait, Washington's going to the Big Ten. Yeah. Oh my god. With Oregon, awesome.
2: And they're starting next year, USC, UCLA. Tell them, Ben, we're waiting, yeah, on yeah, Chip yeah. Kelly. That's right. That's right. To right. Chip the Kelly back on my sidelines
1: again. That's right. Uh, I will be taking Washington money line. I mean, <laughs> way too much pressure on this Michigan football team. 25.
2: Harbaugh leaves?
1: Oh, he's definitely gone. I think he's, he's going to be a charger.
2: When he made those comments about coaches should give up 15% of their salary, that's, see, that's speaking like a coach who's leaving because he ain't giving up 15% of his salary
1: for players. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> he, he would never do that. He
2: wants the other college coaches to do it. So, yeah, I think he's – I, I think he ends up in uh, Vegas.
1: I still think I think he's a Charger.
2: think he's a Charger?
1: Yeah. I mean, if you're the, if you're the Charger, would you rather have Belichick or Harbaugh? Harbaugh. I agree. Because you want an offensive guy. If you're the Eagles, would you rather have uh, <laughs> you Belichick or Sirianni? <laughs> Belichick or Sirianni. Listen, I, I'll take Bill for sure. The Harbaugh thing. Uh, the, I'll take Belichick. There's a question, and it might be tomorrow. I'm just letting everyone know. Uh, who would you rather be the head coach next year? Sirianni, Ben Johnson, John Harbaugh, or Bill Belichick?
2: And Ben Johnson is the OC in Detroit. In
1: Detroit, the, the, asking for fifteen million a year, apparently. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> That's Holy cow, bold, man! Yeah, that is bold. <laughs> he's asking for. A- <laughs> yeah.
2: What happens if you lose? You lose twenty-one to fourteen to the Rams. Yeah, he's only put up fourteen points. Oh,
1: how about Dan Campbell playing Sam Laporta? And again, it didn't mean anything, and he might be done. You got him injured. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Come on, Campbell. Put that enough with the bite knee cast for a little bit. Let's let's think a little, think a little smarter, think a little smarter. All right, uh, let's get what do we do uh, every day around this time on the afternoon show. It used to be sponsored, but ever since I haven't been on the top five. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> there's no longer a sponsor for the top five. It's a top five five on the afternoon show. On. Oh, great. So you stole the buzz. Oh, yeah, sorry. who the hell told y'all to do that? Yeah, I mean, you two, you, you two get one shift over on New Year's Eve, and now you're, you're writing your own things? I had to follow. I couldn't let him do why it like would that you and not copy Like, why would you follow Buzz? I don't know. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's
2: not, yeah, that's not, a, good, that's not a good one. It then why do you use his voice and not your voice?
3: Yeah, it was his voice. No, that was my voice. Was that your voice? People he have gotten the, us confused. He did the dumb little question mark. In I know, thing. yeah,
2: and maybe that's why it sounded like uh, Buzz.
3: All right, we'll get back in the lab. Anyway, um, it's a Monday. We need to hand out blame. Uh, I have my blame balls for why the Eagles lost and why oh, we're in the oh, position. Sound
1: a little excited. Come on.
3: Um, number five, Big Dom. I mean, they were 10-1. and 1. The <laughs> yeah. guy's on the sideline. All is good. He's like a national sensation. He gets kicked out of a game for putting hands on a linebacker,
1: and now they stink. Yeah. No, Big Dom made it about him. You know, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well,
2: it's, am I right? Will he be allowed back now?
1: He's back in the playoffs. So the so he's back. Be saved, he's yes. back.
2: In the, okay. So we got Big Dom back on the sideline next week. So the things, run's
1: on. Things like have it. collapsed without Big they Dom. They really have. Yeah. You better get back. <laughs> like, I, I didn't like seeing AJ and Big Dom having to shake everyone's hand walking into the locker room last night. The locker room, the last locker room yes. Yeah, yeah, I need him back out on the field. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. All right. What's, what's number four? Uh, number four is Howie.
3: I mean, we brought it up in terms of the coordinators and everything. But mm-hmm. has he made – were any of his off-season moves, did they, any of them turn out to be right except <laughs> for getting Brayden Mann? Like, was that his best offseason oh, by move? By
1: the way, he did that in the season because they started the year a sip-off.
3: We did, didn't we?
1: Yeah. Um, they brought Brayden Mann up to the practice squad.
3: Um,
2: yeah, you would have to – well, I mean, DeAndre Swift worked out. That was a good move. They traded for him. That's yeah. true. It Defensive. Oh, defensively, no. I can't think of anything. Jalen Carter. Oh, yeah. Well, you meant drafting, too. Okay, I, okay. Yeah, that's uh, fine. Yeah. Yeah, I tell you, the Georgia boys, I haven't heard from them in about a month. No. Meaning the, the, the D tackles I'm talking about.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I haven't um, heard from them. I mean, defensively, yeah. I mean, they let, C, let CJJG go. Trey for Kevin Byard, I mean.
2: Yeah, hasn't really done a – he got the one interception, but that's it.
1: Hasn't flashed. No. Nope. Um, I think they can get out from under him pretty okay, easily this offseason, but okay. still.
2: But then, if if but, they can, they need to go in and move on.
1: Well, the problem is, though, is that Sydney tore his ACL. Right, so, so who's you need a safety, yeah. And, like, when's Cindy going to be back? We, five? Probably somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah, which stinks because he's losing a whole offseason in of development. But, yeah, Howie's, yep. Howie's going to definitely be a, a topic of conversation this uh, this summer for sure. What's next? Number
3: three is the players. And, like, I, I don't want to single out one person. It, it should be said, the only guy that had a good game might have been Quez Watkins. <laughs>
1: Which is a problem. Yeah, like, that's how bad it was. Yeah, which is a problem. And I, I believe, he let us know. Uh, well, and Nick said today about how, like, important Quez is to their offense. No, like, can we just, <laughs> can we just stop with the – he needs to be – off. Uh, by the way, I mean, they might have found the new sultan of the slot with Brittany Covey. I mean – Did he do well yesterday? He, well, he did, actually. Um, <laughs> Merrill was I mean, excited. Merrill was very excited. I did, I did have Brittany Covey, like, plus 2,000. More touchdown, yeah, of course. And, of course, he only had one foot in bounds. Yeah, he he caught a touchdown. Oh, did he? Yeah. See, I didn't even see that play. Yeah. Mariotto's dropping dimes, dude. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, Britton Covey, maybe the new slot receiver next year. And pun returner? Awesome. Nothing he can't do. The savior of the offense. All right, what's next? Uh, Number two is Matt
3: Patricia. I I mean, I know it's been a topic of conversation today. I, I just can't fathom we're in the position where this is a Super Bowl contender and they hand the keys to the defense over to freaking Matt Patricia. Like that's how far we've fallen, and it's only gotten worse against like the worst offenses in the league. Yeah, well, it, yeah, these aren't even great offenses that we've been facing. it's, it's, it's terrible.
1: Like Kyler lit them up. Now Kyler's showing some things, sure, but still, it's it's the Cardinals. Dude, uh, Drew off-
3: Locke at the end of the game.
1: Dude, if Tyrod plays the whole game on Christmas, they probably lose. I mean, the only reason that that—that's true. I mean, Tommy DeVito was was terrible because he is terrible. He's always yeah. terrible. Um, yeah, Patricia against bat like. They fired Sean Desai after going through Niners, Cowboys, Bills, Chiefs, Cowboys. Like That's a, a pretty strong like – not many defensive coordinators are going to show up and, and dominate those teams.
2: Ah. Oh. So now that it's Matt Patricia in there, the defense being bad was okay prior to him being
1: there. Like I said earlier, Sean Desai had some moments, at least where it was like they put up a, a fight. These last couple of games, of the defense, they, they're just out there. No Slay. No Slay. Most important player on the defense. I'm just saying, no Slay. It's good. <laughs> What's
3: next? The Cardinals ran for 300. I don't know if hey, Slay is changing that. Well, <laughs> There's a lot more wrong with, <laughs> with Some with guy them. named
1: Dorch had 84 <laughs> yards receiving, evening. And yesterday, Wondell Robinson, I would have thought it was, uh, I don't know, like Tyreek Hill up. Yeah.
3: college Tavon Austin. Yeah. What what he looked like. It's pretty um, bad.
1: That's <laughs> pretty bad. Number one to
3: Nick Sirianni. Like, I, it's been talked Hold about all day. Hold him accountable, Ben. Get them. I don't want to rehash the entire show, but that was a coach loss. Like, you can't sit back on your couch watching the game and think, really, for the last month and a half, it's looked like a well-coached team. Like, if there's one thing, they're making stupid mistakes, whether it's fumbles or penalties or whatever. They have no plan against a blitz. Like, if any D.C. blitzes them, they just can't move forward, which I've never seen in the last week of the year. And it all just all – the, all the player stuff – I don't know. It goes on the coach. The coach says to blame him. Let's blame him.
2: Yeah, hey, that's easier to do.
1: <laughs> it is easier. <laughs> and, See, he's not exactly- and listen, he accepts it. Yeah, he accepts the and blame. I, and I, I just—he's be-
2: not, not up at the podium pointing his finger at anybody else or no. anything else. Well, I'm just saying,
1: some coaches do that
2: to save their own neck.
1: Mm-hmm. And maybe that's because he's got a vote of confidence from upstairs. Of course, he does. But I, if, I, Of course he has
2: a vote of confidence from upstairs.
1: But if they lose on Monday and the offense doesn't look great, that'll be a historic collapse and a first-round playoff loss when you're 10-1. I just think things can change.
2: I, and I don't. I, I don't think Jeffrey Lurie is a knee-jerk reaction owner. Uh, they realize exactly what a lot of others have realized, that this team has underachieved the last uh, month or so. They certainly have not met expectations. If, if Now, here's what I'll say. His future doesn't hinge on next week's game. Now, Jeffrey Lurie may have already decided, I'm firing Nick Sirianni. This ain't good enough. That may be what he's already decided, but it's not hinging on next week's game. You think Jeffrey Lurie is sitting around, he wants to fire the coach, but because he beats Tampa, he's going to keep him for a whole other year. He's not going to do that. It's not Jeffrey Lurie. So if he's already disappointed to the level in which he thinks there needs to be a new head coach, there's nothing Nick Sirianni could do other than getting to the Super Bowl that, that would be able to change that.
1: You're probably right. Uh, and, and it does feel like this has just really started being a talking point this last two weeks. But we do know that when the when the, the pressure's on the Eagles and, and 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 it feels like the city and the weight of the world is on their shoulders, I mean, They're going to have to do something.
2: They don't fire fire coaches based off public pressure. They don't. It's not what they do. They don't hire coaches based off public pressure. They don't. So they have their own philosophy. They have have the intel because they're on that side of things. Instead of speculating and guessing what's going on inside the building, they're actually in the building. They have meetings with the coach. They have meetings with the other coaches. They understand. So, again, I'm not telling you Nick Sirianni absolutely ends not getting fired. What I'm saying is Jeffrey Lurie isn't waiting to see what happens at the end of that game Monday to decide that. He may have already said, you know what, yeah, it's over with. The last time he, he knew exactly for sure what he was going to do and didn't wait to the end of the season was Chip Kelly. Mm-hmm. Because he knew he was firing him at the end of the year. And the last straw was, we all would know what the last straw was when he didn't attend that party and, 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 and continued to show blatant disrespect to the owner. That's when it was, no, he has to get out of my building. And, now, they, and they didn't wait until the end of the year. I was with Ray Rose. We won three games. We looked terrible all year. They fired him at the end of the season.
1: Now, the Doug one is interesting because I think they – They would have brought Doug back. Yes. But they didn't like his plan. Yeah, Doug wanted to have Matt Burke and, and who else? Uh, was it Walsh? Was it Carson Walsh? Carson Walsh is his coordinators. and Yeah, he did not have an inspiring plan. Yeah. And I wonder what Sirianni's plan is. Now, I know, like, they probably have more control, 100% have more control over what, what he does. I, I would think the Eagles
2: have, if I were them, right, I want to change both coordinators.
0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: Odyssey was almost what was left over for them to take as their DC last year. I don't know if that was really their top choice as defensive coordinator. Had given Brian Johnson a chance to call these plays. All this stuff we're talking about, Nick Sirianni and what he hasn't done. Oh, 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 I'm sorry, is, is, somebody, is somebody tape a uh, duct tape Brian Johnson's mouth? He's not allowed to suggest things, he can't add things. If he has an idea how to beat the blitz and all this other stuff, he's an OC, right? He's the offensive coordinator. Shane Steichen had these ideas as the OC. When he was the O.C. and Nick Sirianni was calling plays and was terrible at it in the first year, Shane Steichen had an idea of what to do as an O.C., right? So maybe the job is too big for Brian Johnson. I know we all like him. He's not a bad – all this other stuff. But where's his answers to fix what's going on?
1: He certainly doesn't seem to have it. I mean, this 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 little brain trust has not inspired the, the masses. That
2: See, that's the thing with me with Nick. Like, Nick has already been in that position. So I, I, I'm trying to be – respectful to him, and I, but I just don't think he's there for his X's and O's, his schemes, his brilliant minds, not Sean McVay, it's not Cal Shanahan. It's not what he's there to do. That's not what he brings to the table. And if they felt like they didn't want that and they wanted somebody that could actually call the plays and all this other stuff, then that's what they would have brought in here and done. So I think they just move on from the coordinators or they figure out a way to try to fix that. I think they hired Nick Sirianni for the reasons that they like him for, and unless those things have changed, I, I don't buy into the whole he's lost the locker room and all this other stuff. No, people say the players quit on Nick Sirianni. No, the players have quit on each other. You quit it's on your about teammates. Not
4: riding waves.
2: Right? How about going out and playing hard for the man that's lined up next to you? All this oh, I'm quitting, I quit on the coach and all. No, you quit on your teammate. Because every player in there isn't feeling that way. So if there's one or two guys who have not who aren't buying in to the coach anymore, then maybe you're the guy that's that's the problem. Because you can't tell me everybody in the locker room doesn't doesn't care
1: doesn't believe in the coach anymore.
2: I just don't get that sense.
1: Yeah, um, I just don't get that sense. And we won't know that, and and we'll see what happens. at whatever happens on Monday, I mean, if he does get moved on from, it, I think it would be more that the players don't believe him anymore than it is the offensive coaches staff, because like you said, they could bring in a coordinator, but we don't know that. Mm-hmm. We don't know that. This, uh, this segment sponsored by Guided Door and Window. Take advantage of Guided Door and Window's big winter sale through the month of January. Receive 40% off all windows and doors. Call 1-877-GO-GUIDER or visit com. Corey's in Columbus. What's happening, Corey?
4: My man, I right, Jack, what up? What up, C? Hey, man, you, what, what, what makes me mad about the whole situation is that people want to move on from Sirianni. And I know we've kind of talked about today how, how come Howie Roseman, and, and, and I think Howie's a great GM. I honestly think he's the best GM. When he does things, I say he's a GOAT. But it's, how, how come this dude continues to just hire co- – like, this dude has been here through four coaches in the Eagles. Like, I feel like that that got to be like a history in the, in the NFL. Like, how many GMs have survived four coaching changes? And then we always point to the coach. Like, whenever whenever there's a problem, it's always like, oh, the coach has lost the locker room. we got to move on. We – we, we like we obviously we, we saw what happened with Chip. I'm not excusing that. The Andy Reid situation. We went through Doug, and now it's Sirianni. So, dude has the team? Does the team believe in him? So they they believed in this dude 12 months ago, right? So other than other than the, the main core four that we have, none of these other dudes have ever won a Super Bowl. AJ Brown, Devontae Smith in here for three years. Jalen Hurst, three years. All all these young players. How the hell you gonna tell me? They, believe, they lost belief in a coach that literally just took them to the Super Bowl less than, what, eight months ago? I'm unless just, they, don't, I'm just unless they don't believe
1: that he was the reason they went to the Super Bowl and they used to long for the ride.
4: So you mean to tell me Jayla Hurts, the guy that people – they didn't even know if this dude was going to be the quarterback last year. They said if he didn't have a good season, we was going to look to move on. That guy – who the guy made his quarterback because they nobody else and don't and don't try to tell me because I maybe only ten people that called the show believe in Jalen Hurts. Now that guy didn't, but oh, he was the reason why they went to the Super Bowl for that. Now everybody believes that. Come on, Jack. Come on, Jack. We we well, we talk about, about, about
1: one player that. though. We talk about one player, and obviously and they, Shane Steichen they, was a part of it,
4: but, but what I'm what I'm saying is, and then that's something else. So Shane cycle I remember calling on this show. And everybody, when Doug when Doug was here, oh, we didn't win the Super Bowl because of Doug. It was because of Frank Wright. But Doug called the play. Now this time it's switched. Every oh we the reason why we won is because Frank Wright. But what's funny is Sirianni came from Frank Wright. He won a similar office to Frank Wright, who's been fired like seven times since he's been a head coach. <laughs> but he was the reason why we won. Come on, man, one plus one ain't get, that math ain't matching with me. But the problem is these players. Need to take accountability for them doing the stuff that they doing. Listen, I, I'm I'm being weird. I don't give a damn about the optics. If I'm the Eagles, I'm firing Matt Patricia. Listen, we gave you a chance. You garbage. Sean side, can you call a defense for the playoffs? Uh, uh, they just they just fired Wing Martindale. Bring him in here, but let him teach y'all how to beat the blitz. Because clearly the people y'all got in the building, I wouldn't even hire Wing Martindale to be the defensive guy. I would just say, hey, can you teach the offense how to beat so blitz? <laughs> So maybe going into the week, they know how to play against it because something ain't ain't working. These coordinators, we gotta stop hiring these young guys that got no experience. Brian Johnson, everybody, oh, he's a nice young guy. Yeah, he was a good QB coach, but he he might not have been ready just to move Why up not, to the office right. of coordinator yet. Yep. We gotta we gotta stop with these just oh just 'cause he the next guy in line giving him the job. I'm I'm tired of that too, man.
2: Because who was the guy? Who was the guy under Doug that the got got um? Got bumped up to OC. Oh,
4: well,
1: Mike Groh. Mike Groh, that's who it was. Mike Groh. He was the first one. Yeah. And then it was Preston Taylor? I think it was
2: Press Taylor, yeah.
1: And then I think he tried for Carson Watch, and that's when they said, you know what? <laughs> We're good. But it is interesting. You know, we talk about the correlations between uh, Super Bowl teams, right? Mm-hmm. 17, Frank Reich had called plays with the Chargers. Sure. Shane Stichen had called plays for the Chargers. They brought sure. in experienced play callers. And what they can't let happen here is what they let happen with Carson which is that regression of a franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. So they, what we're seeing from Jalen this year, he's been okay. I mean, he's still, he's still a good player, but they, they can't have the same thing happen again with back-to-back, quote-unquote, franchise quarterbacks. Right. So hopefully they go out and get uh, another experienced offensive coordinator, and not let next year keep trying to promote, promote from within and, and promote his own guys. And I don't, I don't think they will. I think, I think they did, did learn from that.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, Jalen's development certainly still matters. and. I don't know if I'm ready to say he regressed as a whole, but from what he did last year, he certainly has taken a step back. If for no other reason, the the decision-making, the turnovers, things of that nature Mm -hmm. this year, he's thrown about the same amount of touchdowns, about the same amount of yards. Uh, The interceptions are definitely up this year. I don't know where his sacks are compared to where he was last year. He got sacked quite a bit last year as well.
1: Yeah, and he's down a lot of rushing yards.
2: He's down a lot of rushing yards. And, and part of that could be because he was banged up earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't running as much. Um, I, think, I think that's part of it. Yeah, here's the other thing that, that, that I wonder with Jalen. You know, did he go through the same offseason season workout regimen that he did when he felt like he still had something to prove?
1: And last year there was a lot of reports he's following Tom Brady all around and, and wherever they were training together with Tom House. You didn't hear oh, any of that. First of all,
2: you're not Tom Brady. You're not even that style of quarterback. Right? I mean from, from the, Tom Brady can't can't talk to you about or show you about playing the quarterback position from a mobile standpoint and what today's offenses are. You're not in a drop back offense offensive system. You know Tom Brady was still lining up under center mm-hmm. <laughs> as a quarterback.
1: Well, I mean, again, it's another correlation between, you know, Jalen and Carson. Is that Carson? We remember heading in the seventeen; he was working with the guy to to clean the mechanics up, mm-hmm. and he went out and had his best year. Mm-hmm. Jalen last year worked with the mechanics guy, I believe it was Tom House, yeah, and he had a great year passing. This year, we just haven't seen that, yeah, and we don't hear hear the reports of it. More Hulu commercials,
2: <laughs> right? Yeah, see, everybody's a little distracted this all season. That's what happens this all season? Everybody's a little distracted, and and I think there's a certain there's a hint. Of cockiness and overconfidence with this team, with some of the players, when you have success as fast as that unit had last year, now you start to believe those those press clippings. I'm showing my age. I don't even have press clippings anymore. Don't know what that is. Yes. Start
1: <laughs> start believing start, those tweets. Yeah,
2: you start to believe those tweets. Yeah, yes yeah, yeah, shorts, what, the shorts, the TikTok posts. Yeah, yes, all those and, and that can happen sometimes is that players, you're not as hungry or as focused as you were when you were trying to prove you're a good player. A.J. was in his first year here, right? It was it was all about hurt season hmm? in 2022, right? It was about Jalen Hurts proving to everybody that he's the guy. It's, remember the hat and the oh, T-shirt yeah. they
1: came to training camp with and oh, all yeah. of that? I hadn't seen that this year. Haven't heard a lot of that's my, uh, that's my brother. Yeah, haven't seen a lot of that this year. Well, and you mentioned the players of that. We said secret handshakes and
2: everything last year celebrations haven't seen any of that where's the gritty Bring out the gritty i'm just saying i
1: haven't seen any of that stuff well, this you, year you bring in the players and, and and maybe they've felt a little bit too cocky and confident that's how i kind of feel about the head coach too oh well i mean holy yeah, cow yeah, we haven't, <laughs> haven't seen much mean mugging and he looks so he looks like you know that they show the president when they get to the white house versus when they leave the white house which president all of, oh, all of them okay. yeah yeah not, this is not political <laughs> i'm just saying that it, The before and after shots. Sure, I know you're
2: talking about just being stressed out.
1: Yeah, that's what three is starting to look like in these press conferences. Yeah, those those bags under the eyes are getting (laughs) a little deeper, man. The good part is he's got all the answers coming up on Monday down in Tampa. 94 -94. It's Ike Reese, Jack Pritz, the afternoon show (sighs) live from Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. Go where the players go. Chickies and Pete's is the only place to watch all the Eagles playoff action. Find a location at Chickies and Pete's dot com. On the other side, we'll get to all your phone calls before the Brandon Graham show and. Something that irked me yesterday uh, that I just, I'm over. I'm over this one thing that happened yesterday. We'll get to that text line. All your phone calls come up next here on the afternoon show.
2: As good as the regular season is, there's nothing like NFL Super Wild Card Weekend. Six games, three days. Now, for these teams, it's win or go home, but you'll always have a spot in the playoffs with FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel has so many ways for you to pick a W. Um, You know what? I don't have the spreads in front of me right now, but if I'm just going money lines this weekend, I gave you my NFC winners, I'll give you my AFC winners. I think Houston has a real chance to upset Cleveland at home as divisional winners. Joe Flacco, does that does he turn into a pumpkin this weekend? I'm not sure. I think I like Houston plus the points. Love CJ Stroud. Who else you got? You got Buffalo taking on Pittsburgh? <laughs> yeah, give me Buffalo uh, in that game. And then I got Miami. That's the big game of the weekend. Miami taking on Kansas City. Tyree Hill headed back to Kansas City. <sighs> Wanna pick Kansas City because they're at home. So, yeah, I'm going with Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid at home. But wouldn't be surprised if Miami wins that game um, on the road. So if you want to follow my picks, go to FanDuel right now. New customers get started with $150 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Now, I really like the FanDuel app. Just visit FanDuel.com Ike to join today. That's FanDuel.com Ike. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL.